Okay, welcome to Round Book Pod, Inclusively Yours. This is your host, Melinda. Mika could not be here with us today, but I'm so excited to have my friend and reviewer, Melanie, here with us today. Welcome, Mel. Hi, thank you for having me. How are you today? I am good. I am staying inside because it's super smoky as usual, so I'm (laughs) huddled in and reading. Well, that's what you should always be doing, in my opinion, but, you know. Exactly. So, I am so excited, first of all, to have you here because we've been friends for what seems like a million years, and our October theme this month is Found Family, Mm -hmm. which is super appropriate for us for a few reasons. One of them is, so, a couple of years ago, Mika and I wrote the prompt post for Ron Book Pod which our lovely co-host Anna started. Um, And we wrote for the community slash found family for that year. And then last year you wrote that prompt for found family, right? Yep. Yep. So what is it about found family that you like so much? I was thinking about that yesterday um, when I was thinking about this whole trope. And I think part of the reason that I love it so much, so you know that I moved here from India when I was pretty young. I was not even nine years old. Right. And we left our extended family and all our friends and basically everything we knew to come and start a new life here. And we sort of had to find a new sort of community when we came here. Right. Um, and sort of build it from the ground up. So I think I like those books because it sort of reminds me of my own life and I just find it really relatable like I remember when I got married a lot of my family couldn't actually come to my wedding but a lot of people who showed up were like the found family that we had created when we moved here I love that first of all and second of all that's what I love about romance is that right there is that you can find stuff like that that right yeah I just think that's so beautiful I think that There's so many different things about found family that people can find and relate about that. So I super love that. I didn't even think about that, about um, that aspect being related to your life. I love that so much. And of course, you and I have sort of become found family, like within the Romance Landia community. Because I was thinking about a friend, like I honestly can't remember when we became friends. I don't know how many years it was. Oh, I literally have no idea, but it's been like four or five at this point. Who knows at this point? Exactly. Yeah. And that was what Mika and I had written about two years ago, was about how I, Mika and I are like found family at this point. And I think that a lot of the romance relationships we have within, you know, the little teeny tiny little subgroups that there are is found family. And I think Obviously, Romance Landed can have their own issues, but the like you and I and then the different people who find each other, I think that that is something really, really beautiful. Like, obviously, you live far away from me, mm-hmm. but I still speak to you literally every single day. Every day. Like, it, it's a weird day if you and I don't talk. Right. And so that is something really beautiful and I super love that what brought us together and what brought Mika and I together right was romance yes I think that is super beautiful and Mika and I found our people yes 
it makes my my heart just super happy when I see people in different areas find that. Mm-hmm. So what kind of book recommendations did you bring for this trope? So one of the things that really struck me when I was thinking about this trope, and this is something that I actually realized when I was writing my piece for Ron Book Pod last year, was that found family really works the best when it's like over the course of a long series. Oh, yes. Uh, what happens is like the characters in like the first book, um, it just they just keep popping up and you just sort of see them post happily ever after and see what their lives are like because they're all part of that that community within that series. The first series that I have for my recommendation is um, Rebecca Weatherspoon's Beards and Bondage. Who I read, I want to say I read it last month, but honestly, in this pandemic, what really is time? I don't know. No, no one knows. But I, I read it in the past. I would say I read it in the past few months. And I just binged that whole series after the third one came out. And first of all, I am going to preface this by saying, uh, if you haven't, if anyone who's listening hasn't read the series, just be aware there are some content warnings because we'll put those in the show notes FYI. because all of these uh, the three heroines in each of the books um it starts with them going through some tragedy or trauma that leads them to meet the heroes or in the case of book three two heroes and i really like that it's about a group of female friends living in the big city and they have like these conversations on on text and it's just a celebration of female friendship that serves as a backdrop for this romance that hinges on them going through some extraordinary traumatic events and how they sort of rely on each other. And I love that. I love Rebecca's writing. I just think it's really strong. And I love the use, as you know, I love the use of text messages in books. I don't know why it's so good. And the text messages are so, they're done in such a way that, because sometimes text messages can sound like formal, but you know, when you and I message each other, it's just, you know, we're not thinking about like proper grammar or anything like that. And these messages like read like how you would actually sound if you texted your friend. And they're sort of like, they're sort of like grounding each other and sort of like if one of them is like making bad decisions about their life, you know, like the other friends are sort of like, what are you even doing? Right? <laughs> so I read the first one a while ago, but I have not picked up the, I have the other ones. I just have not read them. I think you would love that. First of all, the second one has like so many dogs. I just remember when I read it, I was like, I can't believe Melinda hasn't read this because like she goes to a farm and he runs this farm and he's got like, all these different dogs and they have like all these different personalities and I was like Melinda would love this book I own them I need to get to them there's just so many books uh but I love I love her writing she's just so good and the last one just came out recently Mm -hmm. okay yep see I just bought it so okay I need it yeah because I read the series I think right after the last one was released because I always like to binge my series yeah definitely yeah Okay, so that's definitely a good rack. I need to get to those other ones. There's, what, three or four in that series? Three. So the weird thing is, so the girlfriends, there's, like, five friends within this, like, you know, group. And I had hoped that all five would be getting their own books. But I think the series is done, and there's, like, three books in the series. 
So I'm hoping at some point the other two will like pop up in their own book. You know, Rebecca's tricky and like she has linked some of her books. I feel like she's linked some of her, um, like this book with her other series. So yes, that's it. And Zenny. Yes. Yeah. So Zenny. So the couple in book two actually appear in Zenny because the hero in that book shows up in book two of this series. That's what I thought. And I, I like put that together where then I was like, wait a second. I know that guy. See, I feel like maybe those other two will get a book at some point. Then, I hope maybe. So. <laughs> okay, what's your next rec? Okay, so my next rec is Naima Simone's WAG series. I am a huge, as you know, I'm a huge Naima fan. I discovered this series, I think maybe it was like a year ago, two years ago, I don't know. But it's a sports series, and I think that really lends itself really well to the idea of uh, found family and community because... Anytime you have a series that's focused on like a particular sports team with like all the different um, athletes in that team, like getting their own book, it's like they all pop up over and over. Yes. And so this takes place in the world of a football team, the fictional Washington Warriors. And uh, the first book is called Scoring with the Wrong Twin. Ooh, I love that book. And I, I actually love the entire series. It's one of those series where every single book is a standout. One of the things I really love about the first book is that it has a heroine who is black and she's a STEM heroine. She's very much in a white man's world. And it's great about talking about all the hurdles she has to jump in order to make it in that, in that world. And it's great. I love Sophia. The second book is scoring off the field and it features Dominic and Tennyson and one of the interesting things about that book is that the hero and the heroine they met in the foster system they're both they're both foster kids and so they sort of became each other's found family like years before the book starts basically and then when he he actually got adopted out of the foster system she did not and then once he sort of made it big he went back for her and so when the book starts she is his assistant he's a he's a quarterback uh nfl quarterback and she's his assistant and she's sort of secretly pining for him and it's kind of amazing i like i love that i love that book so much i love a good pining book too yeah and then the third book is scoring with the players baby which is um, accidental, accidental baby trope, but not secret baby because she does tell him. And he, I know Naima is a huge fan of Jason Momoa, and that's who that hero is based on. <laughs> I've heard her talk about that. Delicious, yeah. I love that whole series so much. And I love that she writes these incredibly strong heroes, but she also makes sure that our heroines are not, like, they're not doormats. Like, they're equal participants in, um, number one, their own lives and also in the relationship. Like, no one is walking over each other in, in any of this. Because she does, she does write alpha heroes, but her heroines are, are pretty strong. They're fierce women. I super love fierce female characters. So I love, I, 
I have not finished that series either. What is wrong with me? I need to get on these. I know that you love Naima Simone, though. Yeah, so. no, I will pretty much, I'm a huge Naima stan, and I will read whatever she writes, and that series in particular, like, that's how I discovered her, and I really like the brotherhood in that series, like, the, like, the three heroes, like, they sort of just show up to each other, and when, um, I remember in the first book, there was a scene where Zephyrin, like, when the conflict happens, and Zephyrin sort of does what he does, and, and the other two are just, you know, sort of giving him, like, a, a kick in the, well, in the back, I'll say, um, just to be like, you know, what are you doing? Like, stop being an idiot. And I really like that sort of, like, male friendship, I don't think, is that often found in romance books. And that's one of the few examples that I've come across where I really love that, that male friendship. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's not something I, well, I don't think about that all that much. But that's interesting to think about. And, like, the, the sports aspect being part of the found family. Mm-hmm. which is not something I even thought about when I was thinking about that, Charles. That's interesting to think about that way. Yeah, for sure. And then what about your last recommendation? So my last recommendation, I know you read this book. We, I think we might have buddy read it or Maybe. I can't um, The Boyfriend Project by Farrow Sean, which is the first in a series. And so the whole series is not actually out yet. The Boyfriend Project is the first one in that series. So it's, again, about female friendship. It's uh, the three women are Samaya, London, and Taylor. And the first book is about Samaya, who's, again, uh, a STEM heroine. And I love that book because it has such an unusual premise um, in how these three women meet and sort of forge their friendship and sort of build their community. So they are dating the same man and they find out because one of them is live tweeting this terrible date and the other two catch on and show up at the restaurant and that scene I mean I would pay good money if somebody just made that into a movie just for that scene alone um I so it was so I love that scene so much I mean, it, talk about, like, burning down the patriarchy and leaving him to foot the bill for it. I mean, it's just perfect. Oh, and I just love Farah so much. And, like, she did a lot of press for that book. Mm-hmm. And I got to listen to her talking about um, – so she, like, did – she had, like, her first draft of this book. And she said that she realized that, you know, like – you mentioned about the female friendship she realized that they were not enough in the book and so she mm-hmm. went back and made them more of a focus because she realized that they were like the core of the book and that they should be more of a focus and I was like thank god because yes I just love that part so much and obviously we love romance but mm-hmm. I don't know it just I think that it, I, it mean, did. I, I mean as good as the love story in that book is I would say really my favorite part is is the three women and how they meet and what they accomplish after they meet, like the goals they set and the friendship that develops, all of it is really just um, empowering. It's a great, great empowering book. Yeah, I definitely wasn't mad at it. Like I was like, okay, I'm, I'm good with it because I just thought that they were just such a, a fat family. Like it was just so, it made me just so happy that to see them supporting each other just through like 
good stuff and bad stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm super excited for, I think, I think the next book is the one who is the physical fitness instructor, like the trainer. I think that's Taylor. You know, I don't pay attention. I literally will just buy the book and be like, okay, it's on my book. <laughs> I, know, I know, but I feel like, I feel like the end of it sort of, she was setting up to be Taylor. I hope, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but, um, but I'm excited for both the next books. I, I'm truly excited for that. Yeah, I love her. I think that she's so good. So yeah, I can't wait. Okay, so I have some recs for you. And so the first one, I know that you read the first book of Cara Bastone. I loved the second book so much, and I think you need to read it. So Can't Help Falling is just, I loved it so much because it focuses on Seraphine and Tyler. And Seraphine grew up in foster care. Mm-hmm. And so she wanted to get foster care children placed in her care. And she kept, she keeps getting rejected at the beginning of the book. And so she's obviously just like crushed by this. And then Tyler, at the beginning of the book, he becomes the guardian of his teen sister. And so that's how the book starts. And what I love so much about this book is that the entire book is basically the discovery of how all three of them have so many issues and they have to like work through all of that and the whole point of the book is how the three of them create this family of their own and that's not a spoiler I mean it's a romance obviously there's going to be an HEA but it's it's such a you know non-traditional family but there's still a family at the core of it by the Mm -hmm. end and it's just I love what she is doing like with the you know it's a brother and sister who but they have not grown up together like this is a teenage sister. He's never lived with her. And then Seraphine grew up in the foster care system. It's just, I just really love that the first book was also um, about someone who grew up in the foster care. And I just really love how, what a unique, um, I just haven't read many books like that, about that kind of found family. Right. No, I loved Seraphine in the first book a lot. I thought she was such a unique character. So I would definitely read this book, given that she's the she's the female, the heroine. And also, so Seraphine is very quirky. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tyler is very straight-laced. And yeah. just, so they, they cracked me up together because there's such a weird balance. And it was just really funny to see them together. And then Kylie is the sister. And she is just very much like, doesn't want anything to do with her brother. And she's a teenager and she's not swept to the side at all in the book. Okay. So she's very much a focus, but there's also the romance there. So I, I just really, really loved it. So I thought it was so well done. Well, I, I'm going to definitely put that on my TBR because if it's a book you love, then I'm going to have to have to take a look at it. Yeah, it's set. Oh, I just loved it so much. And then the other one, I literally just finished it today. And I was like so excited to finish it because I, by the time I got to the end, I was like, okay, I'm definitely talking about it today. So Cemetery Boys by Aiden Thomas just oh, blew away. So Aiden Thomas is um, a trans author. He He's the first trans author to be on the New York Times bestseller. Mm-hmm. 
And then I read the book and it lived up to the hype and blew me away. Mm. So let's see. Yadriel is the main character and he is a trans boy um, whose family is Latinx and is somewhat accepting of him, but not as accepting as he'd like them to be. So he wants to prove himself as a real brujo, which is a male witch. Mm-hmm. And so he calls the spirit, which is Julian. And then the story just evolves from there. And it's so immersive and beautiful. Like, oh, I just, I loved it so much. Um, so Yadiel's cousin, Maritza, is his true family, no matter what, because she's by his side throughout and was just like, ride or die for him. Like, oh, it was that friendship and that family between those two just, like, made my heart so happy throughout the whole thing. And then Julian is, like, the epitome of found family because he he has his brother who takes care of him, but he also has other teens who have been abandoned by their families um, who are literally his family. Like, they would do anything for each other. And so these two, Yadigal and Julian, just like throughout the book, like I was unsure if it was actually going to be a romance, but by the end, it definitely is. And I was so happy by the end. But I have to tell you that I know you don't do audiobooks very much, but this audiobook was narrated by a Latinx trans narrator. Mm-hmm. And I know you're a sucker for author's notes. And at the end yes. of this audio, there is a short interview between the narrator and the author. And it made me cry even more than I already was. Oh, my God. The narrator talked about how important it was to them to be able to get to narrate this book. Right. And then the author talked about how important it was to be able to write the book. And I was just an emotional mess. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so powerful. Like, the book was really good, and then that interview, like, it was just, it was super beautiful, and, like, I was just really moved by the book, and then I just kept thinking what it would mean to, you know, the Latinx community and trans community to have these characters, so I just, I was very happy that this book is out there. Oh my gosh, that book sounds amazing. It really is. I, you would love it, and I know you don't do audiobooks, but you. But I do love a good author's note. Yeah. I love a good author's note. Yes. And then I have one last rec, which have you read Shelley Lawrenson yet? No, but I keep meaning to. I need to add her. I need to add her to my. She has a massive backlist, and the Chrome series in particular is a great um, found family, and I love it a ton. But my favorite is Hot and Badgered. Because it's honey badgers. Mm. Okay, that just sounds so cute. It's hilarious. And her humor is very specific. Mm-hmm. But, oh my gosh, it's just hilarious. The McGilligan honey badger shifters are just wild. They are just, oh my gosh. So there's three sisters at the core of the book. And if I remember correctly, they're not exactly all, they're, they're not like I think they're all half sisters, mm-hmm. but they are like hardcore each other's family and would do anything for each other. And then they have a community of sh- of shifters of all kinds of different animals that are such a found family that is so wonderful. 
And I wouldn't exactly call it heartwarming because they, the humor in it is just wildly off the charts, but it's hilarious. I think that you would just really love it. I think anyone who reads these books just usually fall in love with it. So this is the Honey Badger Chronicles. Is that what the series yes. is called? Okay. Yep. The first one is Hot and Badger. Okay. So there's, I think there's what, three books in this series? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I just read the most recent one not that long ago, and it was just everything I wanted. Like, there was a panda shifter. There's just so many different kinds of shifters, and it's just the the found family in that is just ridiculous. Okay, this sounds extremely cute. I've just looked it up, so I think I'm going to have to one-click this series now. I just think a lot of paranormal are found family with all the yes. shifters. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Nalini Singh, that whole series, obviously. Is obviously. And Guild Hunters. We can't forget that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Beverly Jenkins with her Blessing series. That is, yes. which I don't think you've read that one, have you? Not that series, no. So that one is Mika's favorite, so I just have to mention it just because, you know, that's the one that just got optioned for a TV show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be wonderful, I'm sure, so. I always recommend that one. Okay, I think that is all of the recommendations I have. Um, so I don't know if I even mentioned before, though, just to let all the listeners know, Melanie is a reviewer, and she reviews at Love in Panels. Is that right, Melanie? That's correct. So we will drop that in the show notes and let everyone um, find her reviews there, as well as all the other great reviewers that reviews there. Um, so thank you so much for joining me today, Mel. Thank you and for having me. Yes, definitely. And listeners, we always welcome Rex, and we love found family in all subgenres. So feel free to drop some Rex in our comments. And in the meantime, happy reading. Thanks so much, Mel. Bye. Thank Bye. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Rom Book Pod, inclusively yours. If you like weekly recommendations for inclusive romance, please take a moment to subscribe. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest at Rom Book Pod. That's R-O-M-B-K-P-O-D. Thank you for joining us, and until next time, happy reading.